Brett Favre went on the Rich Eisen show today to talk all about drafting Jordan Love and how Aaron Rodgers may feel. And let's just say I don't know if Favre's going to get a Christmas card this year from Rodgers. Crossy Posse Packer Nation! Welcome to an episode of Packers, the podcast where you don't have to be a Packers fan, but it sure does help. I'm your host, Tom Grassi, and yes, I was actually about to just go live, and I was like, okay, you know, I looked up a bunch of the comments or whatever, you know, we'll, we'll go live and I'll address the couple questions with it, but I was like, you know what, no, I want to watch the 20-minute clip, seven minutes, which was about golf and John Elway, and I want to actually hear what he said, and I took so many notes on the the 13-minute conversation that they had, well, the last minute was about gaming headsets, that I, like, I had to just make a video about it because I feel like my rant would have been way too long for a live stream and I would have not seen a single comment because it just would have been rage. So, yes, Brett Favre went on the Rich Eisen show this morning uh, to talk all about Jordan Love, to talk all about how Aaron Rodgers may feel about it. Um... And let's just let's just sift through some of these comments here because it's obviously all over uh, the internets right now, and uh, it really just kind of stoked the fire. So the first thing he said was that he was surprised because he thought that the Packers would go with offensive weapons. He really, really was hung up on the issue of you need to draft for the now. You're a game away from the Super Bowl. You need to give him as many weapons as you can. He said that uh, Aaron has every right to be disappointed if he is, which then Rich Eisen followed up and said, well, have you spoken to him? And he said he did. He spoke to Aaron. He wasn't going to tell him everything he said, but he said that Aaron was surprised that they went in that direction. So let's just, let's stop and breathe a little bit for that. One, I know a lot of fans literally said just this over the weekend, saying that we should be playing for now. We are a game away from the Super Bowl, even though, you know, we, we got blown out of that game. We were game away from the Super Bowl, and on top of that, we needed a whole bunch of weapons. It makes no sense to go for the future, and if you're going to draft Jordan Love, well, then you should have gotten more weapons for the Packers in the later rounds. And I think that's a valid criticism. I think that's a very valid criticism. I do disagree that those picks are not going to be able to help Aaron right now, right? I think John Runyon is most likely going to get a starter spot. I think that you're going to see Kamal Martin probably going to get its starting reps as well, along with Christian Kirksey. I also think that A.J. Dillon is going to get rotational playing time. Who knows if they trade Jamal Williams, right? I also think that Josiah DeGuerra is going to be hugely beneficial in the running game and also open up passing lanes too if we're running some two tight end sets. We have Mercedes Lewis, obviously, as well, but I think that those, those picks are fine. But then he went on further. And he said it's not Aaron's job to mentor Jordan Love. He also kind of like did a little uh, like, oh, our relationship, meaning Rodgers and himself, was like much better than the media portrayed, which I don't know about that. And to Brett, he said that it sends a disrespectful message to Aaron Rodgers. He then spent a good chunk of the conversation basically talking about if I was the GM... I would reach out if I had a Drew Brees, Tom Brady, Russell Wilson, named Aaron Rodgers, named all these quarterbacks. 
I would reach out to those quarterbacks and let them know, give them every indication that I was going to go ahead and draft a QB, that this is where I was looking, which I have to say, I love Brett Favre. I love him very much. I have a lot of photos that are not in a creepy way of him. But like, that is insane. That is insane to think that, and I'm I'm not, the, the concept is not insane. The actual execution is, if you think that Brian Gutekunst is sitting there in his house, Matt LaFleur on the line, or maybe they're just, you know, using a messenger to talk to each other during draft night. And then they're like, oh God, we have five minutes to make this pick. Let's call Aaron and see how he feels about it first. What? No. No. That do- that doesn't make any sense. Again, the logic behind it and talking about like the morality of it. Yeah, sure. Because you want to make sure your players are happy. You don't want to burn any bridges, which he said. You don't want to make, you know, Rodgers feel uncomfortable or, you know, make him feel unwanted. And I get all of that, which is, I have to say, what I would imagine Brian Gutekunst and Matt LaFleur do on a daily basis with their communications with Aaron Rodgers, make him feel wanted and comfortable because he's the head of the team. So... I, 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 and he really got hung up on that a lot. He says, if I was the GM, I would be calling those people. I would get their input. But like, you're not though. You're not the GM. This is actually post-editing. I had to come back because I was still angry. That comment is such like from a player's perspective. And what I mean by that is like, I, I feel like Brett Favre is still pissed off about what Green Bay did to him. I feel like he still harbors some resentment at that. That is obviously speculation. But with this comment, he's basically saying that everybody should drop what they're doing and they should at least tell me that it's going to happen. As if they know, and if they don't tell me, then it's a purposeful, intentful slap in the face and it's going to give me a big old chip on my shoulder, and I'm going to hate them. It's It can't be just one or the other. Why can't it be that Malifleur and Brian Gutekunst tell Aaron Rodgers, hey, you're the leader of our football team, right after the draft, that Aaron Rodgers is going to be around here for a long time. He's Aaron Rodgers. He's the best quarterback we got. Jordan Love has big shoes to fill. He... Gutekunst didn't even come out and say that he could be the successor. He's like, he's got a lot to learn. Ah, They're like, they're saying it with that. They're saying it with that. I don't think that Aaron Rodgers is one of the people that like needs to kind of be like, hey, hey, Aaron. Hey, buddy. Yeah, uh, we're going to draft this running back. Is that okay with you? But no, because he understands football. That's why you're not a GM. Because while I understand taking care of your players and I completely agree with that logic and that's what you should be doing every single time, the GM not only takes care of their freaking fracking players, they take care of the future of their football team. All right, now I'm gonna go back and edit this. Of saying like, well, you know, I want my players to be happy. So with those five minutes, you know, I'm gonna give them a call. There's, okay, and I want, (laughs) this comment annoyed me because it also made it seem that this pick was also premeditated, which I don't know if that's 100% accurate because there were reports coming out that the Packers wanted wide receivers, that they were willing to trade up for wide receivers. But by the time that they were going to pick, they, they they were gone. And so then he goes, well, you know, why are you drafting up for Jordan Love? He says, no offense to Jordan Love. He says, why are you drafting up for him? 
because they saw the value that was there. So like, for example, you go back to 2005 where the Green Bay Packers are sitting there and everybody is going off the board. They have said on multiple occasions, there's been a million interviews, you can go and look them up, in which they said every single person who had a first round grade was off their board except for Aaron Rodgers. They knew when they picked him, it wasn't gonna be good. His agent called, Favre was furious, what have you, fans booed, etc. But it makes no sense that, like, Brian Gutekunst is walking and he's like, we're going to get Jordan Love today. They saw an opportunity in which they thought that Jordan Love was a great talent that could be utilized, developed into hopefully a starting franchise quarterback. And so they took that shot. But nobody knows what the draft board looks like. Nobody knows. Maybe every single wide receiver or maybe every single offensive tackle that they graded as a first round pick was not there. Maybe Jordan Love was the only one there and they said, well, you know what? We got to go get him because there's no one else on our board. But that's speculation. All of everything I just said, everything that Brett Favre said is speculation. And it just adds more fuel to the fire and makes more people get bent out of shape. Jordan Love, when we picked him, I was like, what the hell? I screamed into a shirt pile because I'm like, I don't get it. And then you calm down a little bit and go, you know what? If they think that he's going to be that great, hopefully, you know, that was a great pick. And you move on with your life. But that that just, that bothered me a bit. Then he thinks that Green Bay burnt a bridge uh, and it's going to rear its ugly head soon. He gave the example twice saying that if the Green Bay Packers under Aaron Rodgers go 0-3, then the claws are going to come out. Or, and then he phrased it later, then the daggers are going to come up. And Rich is like, what are you talking about? And he's basically inferring that they're going to pull Aaron Rodgers or Aaron Rodgers' job is going to be in jeopardy if they go 0-3 this season. And Rich Eisen goes, well, you know, Jordan Love's not really ready. And Brett Favre goes, well, then why do you trade up? Because he's going to sit behind Aaron Rodgers. Why is this so complicated? He's going to sit there for at least two full years. At least he's going to sit there and he's going to be like, wow, I'm going to watch Aaron Rodgers and hopefully I'm going to learn something. That's why you trade up to go get him. Like, that's what it's called drafting for the future. The first round pick was drafting for the future. You, I, I mean, I, I I have no words. If you think that if the Packers go 0-3, that they are going to pull Aaron Rodgers. I mean, come on. Come on because they did not draft Jordan Love for this team right now. Now, as I've said, if Rodgers gets injured, then guess what? Heaven forbid. But then we have Jordan Love come in, and he could be a suitable backup. Great. Wonderful. That is the only way on God's green earth that Jordan Love is coming into a game. Unless we're blowing a team out, we are getting blown out, or Rodgers gets hurt. And then Farmer's like, well, then why did you trade up for Because it's a pick for the future. That's the whole idea. Listen, every single time that you pick, it if you don't pick for the future ever, then you're going to wind up getting screwed. I know a lot of people were upset with the Jordan Love pick and are still upset with the Jordan Love pick, and I get it, and that's fine. You're more than welcome to your opinion, but I, I that it makes no sense. It, I, I, there's no way that Aaron Rodgers is not starting on this football team for the next two years as their head quarterback. Uh, then he brought up the idea of, okay, what's going to happen with the contract, which is a very, very viable question. Because right now, 
right? Jordan Love, we could sign him to a five-year deal, but we have to basically utilize his fifth-year option after his third year. So we have to do that. And so the only way that we're going to keep Jordan Love is if, one, we're going to pay him big money and we've never really seen him play, or two, Aaron Rodgers is no longer going to be on the team and Jordan Love is going to be our starting quarterback, which is where I unfortunately think we're going to be going. Again, that all depends on how Jordan Love does. And that that's a question that is, is going to get rocky. But again, we cannot answer, not a single person on this planet can answer that question right now because they haven't seen Jordan Love play a down of NFL football. So nobody knows. Jordan Love could just suck the air out of the stadium and suck every time he steps on the field. And guess what? Aaron Rodgers, he's probably going to ride out his contract then. So then that's a moot point to even get in a tizzy about because no one knows what's going to happen. Favre then went on to say that he thinks he has a that Rodgers would have a chip on his shoulder towards the organization that wasn't there, that the wheels or gears were turning in his head. Rich Eisen basically said that, you know, they had an evaluator come on, uh, Greg Cosell, who said that LaFleur wanted a QB that would fit his team and his construct because they think that Rodgers leaves too many plays out on the field. I think that there'd be some moniker of truth to that, but I, I cannot imagine that anybody in their right mind would purposely run Aaron Rodgers out of Green Bay. And what I mean by that is piss them off to the point where they're just like, yeah, you know, we think we could just mold somebody better to fit our offense. It's Aaron Rodgers. I don't think that's happening. Do I think that they could take Jordan Love and since he needs a lot of development, they literally can mold him to fit whatever offense Matt LaFleur and Gutekunst are trying to create? Absolutely, 100%. But it's Aaron Rodgers. So that's why I think that the comment is insane that they're going to pull him within the next two years. It's not 0-3. It's not going to happen. It's just, it's not going to happen. Can crazier things happen? Sure. And maybe I'm going to have egg on my face, but there's, I just, I don't see that happening. And then, of course, the thing that got everyone in a tizzy was Favre. Rich Eisen was going to ask, and Favre cut him off and said he thinks that Aaron Rodgers is going to play somewhere else just like him. He constantly referenced himself over and over and over again, saying it's basically the very same thing. All the people that drafted Aaron Rodgers are now gone. So it just makes sense. So... Will Aaron Rodgers play somewhere else? I mean, we talked about this in this whole video, you know, that uh, the video from yesterday or two days ago. I've lost track of time. But I think there's a good chance, unfortunately, that he plays somewhere else if Jordan Love develops. If he doesn't, it's a moot point. But right now, I think that this has just added a ton, a ton of gasoline to the fire. Uh, and this is just going to whip up people into a tizzy. But... The real answer is that nobody has a freaking clue how this season's going to work out or next season, and we haven't watched Jordan Love play a down of NFL football. So until we do, let's R-E-L-A-X, just a smidge. But let me know what you think down in the comments below. You can always find me at TomGrossyComedy.com or at TomGrossyComedy on all social media. See down below. Check out podcasts on SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play Music, Spotify, and of course YouTube. And a big shout and thank you to the Patreon members over at Patreon.com slash TomGrossyComedy. But thank you so much for watching. We'll probably go live anyway. I'm Tom Grassy. And as always, go Pack Go. <laughs>